guys, welcome back to the Melanin Connect podcast. We are back for episode two, and I'm so excited to get into today's episode, which is solely about Insecure. Insecure is back with season four, episode one aired tonight. So I have my sister, Miss Raina Scruggs, who was on the first episode. She is the owner of Queen Wayne, Queen Rain Crafts, and she is also an educator. And so we're just going to talk about this Sunday's episode. So, Raina, what did you think first off? Um, my thoughts, I had to remember a couple of things from season three. So, Condola, you'd like rewatch before? Um, a little bit, yeah, here and there. I didn't binge the whole season, but yeah. I wanted to remember who was who because I had thought that Lawrence was dating somebody from a church, but then I realized right. she he, I like left. didn't make the cut. Yeah, she didn't make the cut. Yeah. So, I don't know if anyone realized that the woman who plays Trudy, which I need to figure out what her real name is, from the Proud family, she was, Are like, you sure that was her I'm, voice? I'm sure that was Trudy. I'm pretty sure that was Trudy from the Proud family. It just sounded like her. Here, we can Google that. Anyways, um, another notable thing that I thought was kind of crazy was when Molly... And also, if you have not watched the episode, don't listen to this, because this is nothing but spoilers. But Molly went to the function with old dude and then left him, so he had to live home. So I just wanted to ask you, Raina, have you ever been in a situation where you rode with somebody and they decided Dr. to do Antonio, their own four, thing? Five wives. So boom, he has you like, why is he has like nine <laughs> Tiger King was playing. <laughs> um, have you rode with someone to a function and then... They ended up deciding to do their own thing, so you had to Lyft or Uber home. Well, there was a time in Dallas when you left me in Uptown stranded. Okay, let's not get personal. Okay. So, yeah, somebody decided to do their (laughs) own thing, and I literally live in Arlington 30 minutes away and had no ride home. Okay, anyways. Anyways. But other than that, like, somebody I had, like, went out with, or even like a not I wouldn't say significant other because they're not dating. Well, are they dating? That's a question too. Like, what is, is who dating? dating? Going on dates? I mean, or dating. Exclusive? I hate. Okay, what? That's another thing. I hate when people talk about talking. Like, oh, we're talking. That's that is so childish. <laughs> you're dating. Now, there's dating when you're just dating around, and then there's dating exclusively. There's the only. Those are the only two options. And so that kind of gets into our next question. Like with Molly, she's mad at old dude because she hasn't said they want to date exclusively, which obviously he wants to date her exclusively. But she's like, obviously, yeah, I feel like he's obviously dating other people because she hasn't been like, look, I really like you. And see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like she can't really get mad because, you know, we're grown. Like, if unless you set that boundary, people... Common sense is not that common, so you can't really go into it thinking, oh, even though we haven't discussed that we're going to be exclusive, exclusive, they're going to... I mean, in season three, though, he kind of gave way that he really liked her, though. And that's when communication becomes a factor, like, okay, you need to communicate that to me. Or I think need he to, needs or, to say that, or, or she, well, both of them. If she needs to. So, like, at what point do you too. tell that to somebody, though? When you're really feeling, like, when you find yourself thinking about that person, when you get upset, when you hear that they're dating somebody else, that, then you know it affects you. That's true. That's true. Okay, so yeah, I 
I agree with that. I definitely agree. How did you feel when Molly was kind of like trying to check Issa and then in the end was fake as F and texted old dude that she really like liked him instead of like playing games? Um, you know, sometimes you need to hear it from somebody else. Like, you know what you need to do, but you need to hear it from whether that be a girlfriend, a family member, whatever. So, like, of course you want to shrug off what they say, but then when you have time to think about it or, like, when you take a second thought, you know, oh, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, Issa didn't take it in a positive way, though. Do you feel like Molly's delivery was wrong? I mean, I feel like if you've been friends with somebody for a long, long time, then you know each other to a point of what's going to, like irritate somebody but so was molly's delivery right or wrong i don't even remember (laughs) she said she said to Issa, she's like i think you like your life being messy your life doesn't have to be messy yeah i think she could have said that differently because you know delivery Hmm. transmission of information it's never what you say it's how you it's say it and well the intent behind it was pure but the delivery kind of just it was very ugly i agree her. delivery can ruin any conversation a hundred percent okay so another big thing that kind of happened was uh isa finally figuring out that condola was dating lawrence i wouldn't say she figured it out it was kind of like put in her lap oh well yeah okay like she Same. wasn't well, she even knows, seeking that so she knows the information now. that right. kind of just shows like anything not that it's even behind her back because they're broken yeah, up and she she's in a good know. space well she didn't know her she didn't know that okay that so ex. then so then that gets into the topic of like does she have a right to be mad you i feel like said no because you said they're not friends i wouldn't say that they're not friends but after watching it closer like they're freaking friends but if you how are you my friend and you don't know that's my ex of five years no they're not friends no they're like a startup friend like you know how they're kidding no they're like they're networkers yeah but with your networkers sometimes you know like surface level stuff but in a day just in a the day and age of social media I would have easily been able to well then again you can tell she's never posted anything but Okay, now we're trying to like right. dig into Let's their lives. Let's just look at that. But from the information I was given, I honestly don't think. I mean, I think it's a conversation that needs to be had after the fact. But you can't be mad that she was dating him to begin with because she didn't even know that was your ex. Like, and I don't even think Issa's mad. That's the thing. I feel like Molly's trying to be that friend in the ear, like, "Girl, you need to be mad. You need to be mad at this." And like. You always got to be careful for friends like that who try yeah, to tell you like, and about And not even yourself. friends like that. It's society in general. Like, there, there's so many unwritten rules that you have to literally tiptoe over. And it's like... If you have your own views, it's okay. Yeah, but it's like... You don't have to be mad at that just because society, society says, be, says, mad says be mad at that. I agree. That. I definitely think... Because how... They're like 30 now, right? I... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're... Thir- well, Lawrence is 32, I think. No, Issa just turned 30. I definitely feel... On the show? Or on, the sh- on the show. Okay. On the show. Um, I definitely feel like at a certain point, not even to say age, but at a certain point in your life, you're like, okay, this is going to bother me and this 
isn't going to bother me. Right. And I think you have to pick and choose what you let bother you. And it kind of shows why Molly's so freaking bitter. And, like, Well, just, I feel like she's been so career-oriented. She hasn't even had, like, a Lawrence in her life to where you had consistent love She's had five many years. male Yeah, they're just temporary. Worked. Yeah, they probably could have worked, but she wasn't in the headspace to invite them in. I don't agree. I think she could have. Like, I don't believe that women have to focus on the career and cancel love. I think you can literally have it all. But I do think... I do think Molly was provided different opportunities to meet different suitors, but because they didn't fit her ideal man. Like, remember in season one how she wanted to be on that celebrity app to meet, like... I don't think it was celebrity. It was just, like, you know... It was, like, for knowing people. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, has in her head, like, this ideal man, which I'm sure we all have, like, our list of a guy. But at some point, you have to be like, okay, I'm going to be a realist... And still go after what I want, but also realize this is human. Like, I'm a human, and I'm not a robot. And just accept, like, kind of, like, the flow of things. Like, I think, because I I just think that's what you have to do. Like, what do you think? Say that again. You're not even listening. Yes, I am. I said. I'm low-key delirious. Don't you think that women. It's true. It's 1141. Don't you think that some women have to kind of like set their list aside? Oh, yeah. And just especially the older be a realist. Because it's like, honey, you don't have, especially when you have a full time job, like nobody has the time to go out and like actively pursue somebody with everything on their list. Like, to me, I wouldn't say you're settling, but it's like you it's not settling. It's just like being there's more to life. Like you just want to vibe based off the connection. Yeah, right? like does he really have to be six five? Right, you don't have to x people <laughs> out just because it was on your list that you made probably when you were in, in college. college. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, I definitely think that Issa is in a good space and that she's just focused on getting her idea off the ground. And I think Molly kind of needs to figure out in her own personal life what she's going to do. Because she's saying one thing to her friend, but obviously saying another thing to Andrew. Um, And then, let's see. There's two other things that I wanted to get into. Uh, This one is, should you be mad? Sorry, guys. My dog keeps running into the room and grabbing hats, scarves, everything out of the room. Um, <laughs> okay, so should your F buddy be obligated to do stuff for free for you? <laughs> I've never had one of those, so, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw TSA Bay obviously, like, spent his day being security guard at the mixer for free. <laughs> and who knows if he was doing it for free? She said for free. So that means... Kelly, her name's Kelly, right? Kelly did it for free, too. Yeah. But that's her friend. Like, right. you can help your friend. Um, should the F buddies be obligated to do stuff for I mean, free? he's clearly in the frame of mind. He working at TSA. Ain't got nothing better to do. Might as well go to the block party mixer. So if you don't have, you know? if you have the time, do it, basically. Yeah, because I'm like. You over there. Right. <laughs> if you're able to sleep with somebody, then yeah. you should be able to go to an event. Agreed. And then and the last point that I wanted to bring up from the episode was 
Have you ever felt like Issa when she was trying to get her idea off the ground and that she was like frantic and like trying to make sure everyone saw her vision and then you have Condola who just seems to be so great and has so many accolades to her. Have you ever felt like, I don't want to use the word jealous, but like you couldn't reach that point? Uh, when I first started out teaching, I would say, you know, like you're a first year teacher. You literally, you can study all you want in your teacher program. You could do, you know, student teaching, internship, whatever. But it's like, you don't know what to do until you get in that classroom and then 30 or 20 something kids is looking at you like, okay, well, what are we doing today? And so when you have other teachers who literally do it second nature, like, you know, procedures come easily, kids don't talk out of turn, like you're not super strict, but they still respect you. And so it's like getting to that and like whatever you try, if it doesn't work, you're like, okay, like, why does this person just, it comes easy to them. Right and whatnot but I definitely agree with that I definitely feel like I've had ideas that I want to get off the ground and sometimes I'll see like someone on Instagram or social media or whatever and boom snap like that they like got it made and it can be hard sometimes to get down on yourself and feel like why has it not happened for me yet but I think it's just important to always manifest what you want into the atmosphere and just stay grounded and always pray. Yeah, I would say for sure, like, time and practice. And and also another thing, it's like, what do you do in your waiting season can, like, be everything whenever it's your, like, due time. And it's like, reap what you sow. So what are you putting in to make sure you're getting out the best thing, too? I mean, I would say we had a Bible study a long time ago. I think Adrian was over here, and she literally was like, like, how can you, like, want to be on the stage when you can't even be on, like, the small platform, like, on the ground? Like, how can you expect to be in this high place when you're not even working With at, what you at the work ethic of what you're doing now? Mm, and, like, Coach Morris, good. he was a football coach at SMU while I was a trainer. He literally used to say, what did he say? Be where your feet are, I think. And I really like that because it's, like, no matter where you are in life, like, be there. Like, be present be committed, you know, work hard, like nobody's watching. Cause like, honestly, it will, you will reap what you sow. Cause that's honestly my waiting season. I don't want to talk your about my season? waiting season. Oh, I said your wedding season. <laughs> Hopefully it's coming soon. Um, but, um, no, like the school I'm at, I don't know if I said it in the last podcast, I'll keep that private for now. <laughs> I'm sure y'all can look me up on LinkedIn. Right. But Lord, like. Your waiting season is yeah. Your waiting season. And so I have definitely very been waiting important. for and it's the just, opportunity. Yeah, to. I definitely think that you're supposed to be still and know that what God has for you will be, be yours. Still and know, for I know the plans. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, all things work together. For the good of the oh, Yeah, happy Resurrection Sunday, everybody. Right. This is episode risen. is going to drop Monday, but today is Resurrection Sunday. And we just want to shout to Jesus. Like, right. you Jesus got Christ. up. It's like literally uh, death could on not our hold behalf. Him down. Death could not hold you down. <laughs> hold on, harmonize real quick. You are the rich. <laughs> Stop messing up. Wait. Wait, we gotta start over. That was not good. Okay. They're gonna be laughing. Okay. 
Let's start with hallelujah. Okay. One, two, three. Hallelujah. You have won the... <laughs> okay. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Okay. Sing a song we no, know. No. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of the Melanin Connect. I will be bringing a special guest back Wednesday because COVID-19 is still going on. I'm definitely going to have to call them in. Right. But whereas I'm literally at the house with her. (laughs) Yeah. So you'll probably hear a little bit more stuff with Raina just while we have to stay at home. But remember, keep taking your vitamin C. Practice social distancing. Wash your hands. Hand sanitizer. All that. Is a great alternative. However, if you got some soap and water, use that. Please. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.